They said we should just tell you to try McDonald's Buttermilk Crispy Chicken Biscuit for breakfast, and we shouldn't make a big deal out of it. But how can we not? It's crispy, juicy chicken on a warm buttermilk biscuit brushed with butter, and you can enjoy it for breakfast for only $3 on the McDonald's one two three dollar menu? Oh, forget it. We're making this a big deal. That's more like it. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. I know, you know, we know why. I know, you know, we know why. You feeling my baseline, feeling my, feeling my baseline. You feeling my baseline, you feeling, you feeling my baseline. Good afternoon and welcome into Sant Live. You're watching That Being Said podcast with George Jorjour and myself, Sammy Jorjour, and this is episode 507, and this is Sports on Tap. We are talking all NFL today after our, we had a all NBA and a pure Seattle podcast yesterday. Today we're going NFL coaching, Antonio Brown, divisional round playoffs, um, and I'm excited. Happy Thursday, and once again, I'm your co-host, Sammy Jorjour. And I'm George Jorjour, coming at you live and direct from Sun Life Studios in sunny Ever Washington. If you're listening to this on the podcast, today is Friday for sure, because this is why sometimes, you know, you got to go follow Facebook.com slash sports because we do this live. So if you want to be the first person to hear this, if you want to get your name in the podcast by commenting in, we try to answer as many comments as possible. So you will get featured on the podcast as well. And that's a pretty cool thing to me. I mean, I wouldn't want to hear my name on the podcast. I mean, I do hear my name on a podcast because this is my podcast. So <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I mean by that. Like, if I listen to someone, it'd be nice. To, you know, it's almost like you know, call, that's why I call Sports Radio Redefined, where you get to actually, you know, contribute like you're a live caller. So we do have one NBA topic that I did want to not want to be a topic, one NBA question from our Instagram from Parker Tyb. I'll answer it because uh, uh, we'll start with this and then we'll move on all to pure NFL. But I did want to answer his question, which is, can the Boston Celtics still go to the finals this year, George. Yes, they absolutely can still go to the finals this year. I think because Toronto, even though they have Kawhi, this is their first playoff run together. The the Bucks also first big playoff run together. I mean, they never got out of a first round. The Sixers have some chemistry issues with Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid still. So yeah, the the Celtics can. Now, am I going to bet on them to go to the NBA Finals? No, I believe uh, they will not make the NBA Finals. But could they? Yeah, I can find a scenario in which they do. I think the second favorite after the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Toronto Raptors are probably a better team all around, but I could see uh, the Boston Celtics were more of a chosen team together rather than the trade that Kawhi, you know, or Kyle Lowry didn't like with Kawhi. So I'm going to put Boston at the number two, but Raptors at number one. Um, we're starting with the coaching carousel today, right? We have all eight spots. For, no, seven out of the eight outside of the Bengals. My, uh, the Dolphins haven't hired a coach either, right? Oh, yeah, correct. I, I, I got confused because Adam Gase got Gase, hired. That's a good but, point, yeah. yeah. I saw a great, uh, a great headline from the New York Post about the hiring of, Adam's, uh, of Adam Gase. Adam yeah. Zappel. Adam Zappel, wow. That is the cheesiest, one of the worst headlines. Who, that guy should be fired from the New Why? York Why? It's a pretty good one. Adam Zappel. Adam Zappel. Big Apple, wow. Adam Zappel. Yeah, I know what an Adam Zappel. That's, that's, to me, that's called, that's called just wasting your time trying to make something creative that was kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, that's what I call it. I like puns. So, um, we have, yeah, seven other, no, six out of the eight spots opening. But um, we'll start with Adam Gase. Uh it is the Jets. I saw their first coach that has coaching experience in the 70s that they've hired. They've always hired coaches that don't have experience. 
Um, this is the first one that's already had head coach experience. Wow. Um, that's Sorry. Since 1997. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, they've Still, never hired. Yeah, Bill 20, Parcells, Bill right? Parcells, 21 yeah. years since they've hired a coach that has experience. Okay, that's pretty interesting. I never knew that. I think he's actually the right hire. He's a quarterback. Uh, supposed to be a good quarterback coach. You saw what he did with Ryan Tannehill when Ryan Tannehill was healthy. They actually won games. So you'd hope that with Andy Dalton. Yeah, uh, Andy Dalton. Wow. I mean, just because he's a redhead. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold that he would be able, because of much better talent, to get a lot more out of Sam Darnold and hopefully, you know, put his career on the right track. Yeah, I don't know. I think this whole uh, Adam Gase being quarterback whisperer is a little overrated. I mean, they brought in Jay Cutler when Tannehill was hurt because he's supposed to be the Jay Cutler whisperer as well. Didn't really work out necessarily well. Um, even when they did have Tannehill, they had a decent record. But Tannehill, I would say, turned out more of a disappointment than a success. Yeah. Um, it said here he went 23 and 25 in three seasons there to me it's a little as they would say smoke and mirrors right i mean we we sit with there's so many young guys that are in the nfl or guys that we all say you know quarterback guru or this guru or like oh special talent they go to a couple of jobs never works out i hope the best for adam gase because um, i kind of i just don't like I, I never wish the worst on any yeah. of these coaches and the Jets is a tough job because you're in the New York media and now they got a young quarterback who's supposed to be good. But I, I, I haven't been sold on Adam Gase yet. Um, and it's it's hard to be sold on that many coaches right now in the NFL. That's why we have eight openings, right? That's yeah, a, exactly. almost, a, almost a third of the NFL did have op- – actually, a third of the NFL had openings. Yep. Um, so it's hard to be sold on many coaches. And it is hard sometimes when you see one of the coaches that were fired getting rehired because you think – Man, is there maybe somebody else in this cycle that can fit? But I'm happy for him because I don't, I don't know if he had the – as much as I'm saying Tannehill didn't work out, he didn't have a top five quarterback and, and the Dolphins aren't necessarily the most – haven't been the most reliable organization neither in the last the 20 Jets. years. Yeah, neither have the Jets. But so I'm, not, I'm saying he, he probably hasn't gotten his full chance yeah. that he, had, he could in the NFL. Fair enough. Um, next up, we have the Cleveland Browns. Freddie Kitchens, they're – who has been their interim offensive coordinator, um, filled into the spot. My first take is I thought they might stick with Greg Williams, Mm -hmm. but they're kind of taking the route that I think you like, right, which is young quarterback, go with offensive coach. Yeah, and and when I say that, I mean people – not people, but in general, everyone gets confused. It doesn't mean it has to be a young offensive coordinator, right? It can be an old guy too. I just feel like it's good to team up a quarterback with a – good offensive mind in general i didn't say young i just oh, said I, offensive coordinator. I, I didn't say uh, you i, I didn't yeah, not, i was saying I said, you in general said, say like, offensive like coordinators people, i said people could get confused when i say get a hot you know offensive guy that it's a young guy why would that be confusing because most you're just people, saying offensive coordinator <laughs> yeah so in general this like in that's like you me know, saying, oh, I think you should get a smart coach. Like People get confused. I think they mean a young smart coach. Well, because that's the trend everyone's been going at. I mean, this guy's young too. But in general, I do like pairing quarterback with an offensive mind, whether it's young or old. But I think it's a pretty good hire. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like Any of these guys can work. I mean, like, usually you know, it depends on the talent also on the team. Yeah. I, I, I know they got some flack for this from some of the major media because, oh, they're going with some guy that has no experience, this and that. You know, I prefer this than some of the other hires I saw, like Matt LaFleur in in Green Bay, who we really haven't seen, like, 
It's not like he ran a great offense, 28th, and we'll get to that, but like a 28th-ranked offense, at least for this hire. If you're going to stay in-house and go with an offensive guy, yeah, maybe he doesn't have experience, but the beauty of this is you're talking about a Browns team that, what would we say? It was like times 700% right. increase in wins, and most of those wins came when? When this guy became the offensive, offensive coordinator, coordinator, and Baker Mayfield was one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the NFL during that stretch. Here's the thing. The only problem I have with this is I feel like they're giving him a shot because of how good they were this year. But the last thing the Browns need again is to give this guy a shot. And if it doesn't work out, have another firing. But at the end of the day, I do like that they stayed in house because we talk about consistency with these young quarterbacks a lot. At, even though this was a fire and it's going to be his third head coach technically for Baker Mayfield, at least it's staying in house a guy that's been with him since day one. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really consider it his third head coach. I mean, because he's, get, I mean, he directly. That's it why is. I said, can, yeah, yeah, I technically. Know, I know, I know, technically, technically, it was Hugh Jackson, Greg Williams, and now Freddie Kitchens. But that was my point. Even though it's technically a third coach, right. it's one coach that's been there the whole time, which is a better situation than having to deal with new systems every, exactly. every was, single yeah, week. Exactly. So I like this hiring, to be honest. Um, the Denver Broncos went with uh, Vic. How do you say Fangio, right? Vic Fangio. Look, he's kind of old, 60 years old. This is his yeah. first head coaching job, I think, I believe, right? Yes, um, he, uh, I believe so. He, he didn't get the Bears head coaching job last year. Last year they gave it to Nagy. But this is what the Browns are going with. He's a defensive-minded coach. For this team, I don't mind that because – they're not getting any better at the quarterback position anyways. Case Keenum, I think whether you have an offensive or defensive coach with him, he's Case Keenum is he's Case, Case Keenum. Keenum. <laughs> and this team, the Broncos in the last, I mean, for these last couple years at least, even when they had Peyton Manning, is a defensive-minded team, kind of like a Seahawks type of team. That's why they faced off in the Super Bowl. It's supposed to be a defensive-minded, you know, two pa- defensive powerhouses. Nice. I, I don't know what to make of this hiring, to be honest, because um, he has no head coaching experience. He's a little older, but... If it's going to propel the defense to another level, I can't necessarily, you know, yeah, say much negative about I, it. I think that's interesting about it is that Gary Kubiak is now the offensive coordinator of the team, which is just interesting to me because, you know, he retired due to health reasons and they won the Super Bowl with Gary Kubiak as their head coach. Yeah. So it's just weird to me that he's returning. I mean, that's all I get out of it. Like at the end of the day, we don't know much about these coaches until we see them running an organization. It's We know he's a great defensive mind, but do we know if he can run a full organization? I have no idea. But it's just funny to me that Gary Kubiak is now the assistant coach. Yeah, uh, which you'd think if, if he would, uh, he probably could get a head coaching job with them or with another team, but he probably just didn't want that responsibility. Yeah, exactly. And he's fine with being a coordinator. Um, we'll see how this works with the Broncos. My only concern for Vic Van- Fangio, Vic Fangio, it's, it's a kind of a tongue twister. Vic Fangio. Vic, Vic sounds Fangio. Like, sounds like a Mario character. Kind of, when you say it yeah. in a Mario voice. Exactly. You can also be like, George Azure. It could be a <laughs> yeah, Mario character. Yeah, but you can't say that about like, Freddie Kitchens, like yeah, know. yeah, you can't. It sounds like a Mario no, it character. It sounds like just weird. It sounds like a Mario character when you put it in a Mario voice. I think he needs to be an I, Italian. I think the man. tough thing for him is he's not going to have a quarterback. John John Elway is not getting any flack for how many how many quarters have they been through the last five years? Starting to get some flack I mean, from media, out, but yeah. obviously he's just t- firing and hiring coaches left and right. My question yeah, is, super how many quarterbacks have they gone through since Peyton Manning? Even before Bain Man, they have yeah, a quarterback. Yeah, they won a Super Bowl without a quarterback, so at least you know he knows how to draft everywhere else. That's true, but I think at some point, if the team keeps being bad, if no quarterback, we're going to have to get to a point where we see John Elway, who's drafted like eight, nine quarterbacks that he can't figure it out. 
It's and sign people free agency. Yes, but it's he kind of hasn't his really gone out and spent huge money on anyone. Case Keenum wasn't huge money. He hasn't gone out and got drafted a quarterback really high in the draft either. I mean, he's kind of just waited around until uh, he finds the right guy. Like he just hasn't found. That's the, fair, but this know? is his job. So it's his job to get this team to a high to, standard. Yeah. A lot of GMs, if you don't get it done for three, four, five years in a row and have no quarterbacks, what happens? For him, it's not going to happen because he's John Elway. And yeah, he and he won a Super Bowl as a GM. So, I mean, it's only been, what, two years since their Super Bowl, right? No, much longer. It was, the, like Fal- it was the Patriots Super Bowl. It was the Eagles, Patriots, and Broncos the year before. 2015, I thought it was. They lost to the Seahawks 2016. Did no, Seahawks went back-to-back. Yeah. It went Seahawks, Patriots, Broncos, Patriots, Eagles. I feel like we're missing one in between. I feel how like that. How many too, Super Bowls do the Patriots go to? Like, yeah, it just it hasn't been that long since the Broncos went to two Super Bowls in three years, and that's why. I mean, they without a quarterback other than that one year where Peyton Manning was really good. That's true, and but, he knew he's like, I'm not signing Brock Osweiler. <laughs> that's true, but I mean, well, he did sign Brock Osweiler technically for a little bit, for a little bit, but not like he wouldn't give him that contract that he didn't. Wanted. He sign him back. He did, yeah, for like the minimum. But he like Still. never. He let him go to Houston for a long. My point money. is, you can give him all the the passes you want. Mm-hmm. For me, this is a thing of they're going to be at a situation in two years if they don't make the playoffs for four years straight. We're going to have to right. start talking oh, about absolutely. John Elway, who has gone through eighteen quarterbacks. And at some point, I think we figured out in the NFL one of the most important things to have. Actually, the singular most important thing right now in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Is a quarterback. Yeah, you but look at the playoffs. I, I completely agree, but also the worst thing to be have in the NFL is a below average quarterback, and he hasn't reached for any below average quarterbacks. That's that, that's the only credit I'm going to give. Him. You right. know what I mean? Like he hasn't went out and said, "I'm going to go sign Kirk Cousins to 100 million dollars." When Kirk Cousins was a free agent, he could have done that. He would have been better off than signing Case Keenum for 60. Not really. Yeah, that's Case true. Keenum, I think, has one more guaranteed year on his contract, and that's it. I'm, right, I disagree. Okay. Yeah, I fair. mean, it's it's been pretty clear that he can't get a quarterback. Tampa Bay Buccaneers hiring Bruce Arians as their next head coach. I think this is probably the steal of the coaching carousel. Um, we're talking a a quarterback-minded coach mm-hmm. that has helped Andrew Luck get to AFC. He was there for the AFC Championship. No, he was not. He was there in his first It gets season. complicated. Yeah. He was there just in his not end, just his first. Just his rookie year. Yeah, but he went and got the Cardinals job. He took over as the interim head coach. No, I know, and I mean, I know yeah. this, but yeah. I'm saying I don't think that was his only year with Andrew Luck. That was his only year with Andrew. Are you 100 percent sure? Yes, 100 percent. Okay, sure. well, we're gonna fact check this. Bruce Arians is now going to be Mr. Jameis Winston's. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to comment on this at all because I, I'm biased and I'm excited and I'm. I'm just worried. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because like I want to get excited about this, and then I know like it's going to be a stomach punch. You know what I mean? No, because I mean it is. It's I, I. He's a good NFL head coach, and I think it's going to be very helpful for. He went nine and three with the Colts that year. Yep, I know. Yeah. That, that, that got him the head coaching job, yeah. in, uh, and then he went ten and six, eleven and five, lost and wow, he did ten and three. This guy, is, this guy's he's a, really good. He head. has a fifty-eight and thirty-three. I know. This is why I am excited for Jameis Winston. I think this is the perfect hire. This is the last ditch effort too for Jameis. I mean, if it doesn't work with this guy, I don't think. I mean, look, he he resurrected Carson Palmer. Looked done. He made Carson Palmer into an MVP candidate. 
this guy's a really good head coach of really good schemes, and I'm excited to see what he does in Tampa. Yeah, I mean, he had a uh, quote today that, uh, well, and obviously Tampa Bay was only looking for a head coach that was willing to work with Jameis. I yeah. mean, it was a pretty clear thing between the organization who they're hiring was we're riding with Jameis next year, so if you're going to come to this organization, I need you to to stick with that. And he said today that he believes Jameis Winston can win it all in his career, mm-hmm. and I actually believe that too. And here's the thing. We've seen Jameis Winston with probably one good coach in his entire career at Florida State. Oh, okay. With Jimbo, I was going to say that. And, uh, he won a national championship. Yeah, exactly. And this this is a situation where he's going to have a coach that if he can't figure out this coach and he's not that good. And I believe that Jameis Winston is a good quarterback. Now, is he going to be a top 10 or top 5? Probably not unless it's in a couple years. But he's a young quarterback with a good coach and a roster that's not that bad. You know, right. I and, mean, I don't know. Deshaun Jackson did request a trade. I don't know if they'll actually, you know, listen to him or would we be excited under Bruce? I have no idea. But either way, I mean, they do have weapons. You're right. Yeah. Well, I was, I, and I'm talking about defensively too. They have okay. a young, decent defense. Deshaun Jackson's probably gonna be gone. I think his was more of a Jameis. He liked Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah. more than Jameis. But you still got Mike Evans, and you still got a team that OJ Howard at the tight end. He's still there? Yeah. Are you 100% sure? I mean, he's in his third year only. Or last year was his second year. Yeah, I wonder, what's, is that, when's his contract over, though? I mean, he was a first-round pick. I think first-round picks get slotted four years. That's a little early, wasn't it? What? 19th pick for him. Isn't that a little early? I don't know. He was the best tight end in the draft. They thought he would get Jameis some more weapons. Yeah, that doesn't work out for Jameis. <laughs> um, I, I, think, I think this Tampa Bay team, the only problem is they're in a division – that is not favorable for Jameis or Bruce Arians. And that's going to be tough to immediately see the impact because it's going to be hard to win games in that division. It's not a division that's easy to win games. Right, but the good news about that division, which, I mean, uh, Drew Brees, I wouldn't be shocked if Drew Brees retired after this year if they won the Super Bowl. I wouldn't. Matt Ryan's on his way down. The Panthers are on their way down. I mean, there's room so, if Drew Brees retires. You know, Matt Ryan uh, is like going to get MVP votes right for statistics this year. Matt Ryan yeah, has one. He has they, haven't, one they haven't been. Well, you're he's right. He's not yeah, on the way down. Yeah, Matt Ryan had the best year of his career, better than his MVP year statistically. Statistically. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But in general, that team has been underachieving. So I'm just saying there's room in that division if Drew Brees retires. And who thought the Bears were going to win a division this year anyway? Like, it always happens. The team comes out of nowhere. True. I'm not, say- not going to pick them to win the division like I do every single year. <laughs> I Well, here's my thing right now. As of right now, you have three quarterbacks in the division that are better than Jameis Winston. Matt Ryan's yes. not. Uh, maybe Matt, a- Matt Ryan maybe will be on his yeah. way down soon, but he's had his best year of his career. Cam Newton is the wild card because he could either be like an MVP next year or it could be a bad quarterback. You never know with Cam Newton. He had a shoulder injury this year. And Drew Brees is also another wild card because, well, like you said, retirement to not retirement. But I don't think Drew Brees is going to retire. Even if they won a Super Bowl, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he's – his is not like a Peyton Manning, oh, we won the Super Bowl and I can't throw right. the ball. We're talking about a guy that could be an MVP this year. No, no, year. true. I know. He's just 40 years old. That's why I'm saying that. It's not too many people get a chance to retire on top. I don't know if he would retire or not. But, um, yeah, James is only, I mean, Drew Brees has never won an MVP, technically, even though he might have deserved one earlier in his career. But James is the only person who has never won either a Super Bowl MVP or MVP on this team, uh, in this division. Damn, that's wild. Um, Cardinals. This one, this with a couple others, are the one of the main ones that shock me the most. Right. Um, 
guys with no experience. Well, this guy has some experience, but different kind of way or not successful careers. You have Cliff Kingsbury who took the job at USC 30, now 35 days ago. But when he took the Arizona job, it was 33 days after taking the offensive coordinator job at USC. And then all of a sudden it started flying around. Like everybody wants Cliff Kingsbury, the 39 year old who went, what was the record? I had it here um, before, but it was like 33 and 35 in college at Texas tech. And he got the Arizona Cardinals job and, it was so coveted and they have the number one pick in the draft. And this is in the, it's just interesting to me why this guy, why, is this because of Sean McVay, the young, good looking guy that, that it's it, part. I think it is a lot to do with Sean McVay and people trying to find the next Sean McVay to be completely honest. But here's my question, Sammy, if Mike Leach, what was not like, why, I know why, what you're saying. Yeah, you're going like, off Clay Travis's yeah, tweet. If like, it wasn't why, better what, looking, if, if or even just younger, like Freddie Kitchens is not that good. Look, I mean, just, sorry, he's a little overweight. Like you know, what I mean, like, forget younger. I mean, Vic like, Fangio is sixty. Just got true. Hired. Yeah, true. But, but he's a defensive guy. These young offensive guys are all getting hired, and I wonder, like, why might then, like, if Texas Tech, this is the same offense, the air raid that Mike Leach runs. Why is Mike Leach not getting NFL looks? It's because he's quirky and not as like presentable and okay, good. Look. I mean, you talk about. Uh, I did see another tweet from Clay Draffis saying the NFC West might be the best-looking coaching circle he's ever seen in his life. He's like Cliff Kingsbury, Sean McVay, uh, Shanahan, and Pete Carroll is like a beautiful 60-year-old. And it was like, it's kind of weird, but it is like just a bunch of good-looking, smart guys. And then you go, if you went to somebody like Mike Leach, he's quirky. He he, he, is very Republican, which could be weird in the NFL. That's one. I think that actually plays a role in the NFL. Very Republican, could be kind of weird. Says weird stories, and I don't think like an NFL GM would want to be able to take him seriously yeah. like the way that you need to. Fair enough. But this this hiring to this point, I want to talk about this hiring. I think this is the most interesting hiring. This in Matt Lafleur, this guy has no. Did you see what they wrote on and then removed in their statement? No. They had a statement saying Cliff Kingsbury is friends with Rams coach Sean McVay. And like it had an actual sentence that was talking about how he's friends with Sean McVay. Cardinals got a lot of flack about it and eventually removed it. But I was like, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like it really does have to do with these. He's young. He's cool. He can dance. He's like, he can relate to all these guys. But I did hear the main reason for this hiring was they wanted somebody that could have the kind of the like-mindedness of a Josh Rosen who is a little different, but he's into like the whole kind of woke world and like all these different things. And I could see how a younger coach that wears sunglasses, good looking, knows how to like have fun can kind of relate to that. Yeah, fair enough. I, I completely agree with everything you just said there. And I think in general, the reason he got hired was because everyone's trying to find the next Sean McVay. But did you, Oh, did you hear the video today about Colin Murray? Yes, but God, that's so stupid. Like, they're, look, they're not trading Josh Rosen. I get anyway. that. But what if Kingsbury is like, I, he genuinely is like talking to the GM. Is like, I think this guy is going to be the best quarterback in the NFL in five years. I don't think he – look, there's different situations. There's different things that happen in life. Yeah, he, When he was at Texas Tech, they asked him that, and he said that. That's how I feel about it. I don't think there's – I'm not taking anything out of it personally. Or or he's going to build them up now and say, trade yeah. the first pick. Now now that this video is everywhere, just talk it up. Yeah. Keep talking it up, and you're going to get something for that. People are like, damn, they might really take him. Yeah, like it's even just, though they won't. I, I think it means nothing. Um, 
And then the other job that I didn't like is Green Bay Packers, Matt LaFleur. I, I feel like you don't like any hires. <laughs> really? I said, I said Adam Gase isn't bad, just he hasn't won yet. I said Freddie Kitchens is a great hire. Vic Fangio, if it makes their defense better, it's great. Bruce Arians, I said, is the steal. So I liked four out of the six. I know, but I just feel like you're critical of every hire in one way or another. But that's fine. It's all right to be critical. I'm critical about a lot of things. I literally liked four of the six hires. They're like, you're critical about all. You didn't like Adam Gase. Now you like him. I didn't say I don't like Adam Gase. I said he has. Wait, it's like you don't even listen when I'm speaking. I I said he had. I said Adam Gase has not had a fair shot at a coaching job yet because of not having a good quarterback, and so that's why I said he should have this chance. It's just going to be tough in New York if you don't win. That's all I said. Fair enough. I said he hasn't had a fair shot. I had Freddie Kitchens as a great hire because. He's staying within the system. Um, what were the other ones that I thought were great? Bruce Arians, I said, it was a steal. And I said, I think Jameis is going to be a winner. And I said, Vic Fangio, they don't have a quarterback that can take a next level. So it's great. Make your defense better. All right. Fair enough. Apparently, I'm too critical. Um, the Matt LaFleur signing. I listened to this guy's press conference, and he was, like, stuttering and was nervous. And he was like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he just wants to win. He was, like, stuttering. He was like, it's phenomenal. I'm not trying to, like, make fun of his stuttering. He doesn't have a stutter. He doesn't actually. I looked it up. There we go. He's critical again. He doesn't have. Wow, I was critical of two of the six coaches. It's actually not that funny. It is funny. Why? Because I'm critical of two coaches? Because John Elway, we got to start looking at his job and – Jamin. That has nothing to do with the coach. I know, I know. Jamin. I'm just, I'm just pointing and out there. I was, I, I was more on board with the Jameis Winston signing in I'm with just Bruce Arians. You were. There should be some. I, I'm looking for the silver linings, and you're making fun of a guy's stutter. Yeah, you would too if <laughs> you're hearing your head coach coming up for his first press conference with a stutter. So before you keep making up things about me, I'm going to keep talking here and say I've been approved of four out of the six hirings. This is the number two that I don't like. The number two that I don't like is this because he had the 26th offense in the entire NFL, I think. I mean, like, that's pretty pretty wild that we're going for Aaron Rodgers high, right? This hire is about Aaron Rodgers. How can we get the most out of him in three years? And you're going with the guy that led the 26th-ranked offense in the last. Cause, and you can blame this on Mariota. I know you don't like Mariota. But they had the worst passing game in the entire NFL, and that's the guy they went with. Yeah, I mean – I don't like the hire personally, but that's weird. I You're think, way too critical about these hires. No, I, that's like the only hire I didn't really like because I didn't understand what um, what they saw out of like his past career. Like at least I can say of Kingsbury, they put up a lot of points in college. Like I can find something great about everyone. This one, I'm like, well, no, I can't. The Kingsbury one with a lot of points too. He did definitely coach good quarterbacks. Which, I mean, if you're going for Josh Rosen, you're like, okay. He he did coach Mahomes and had some say. What well, he coached with Mayfield and Case Keenum, and I think there was somebody else that was a decent quarterback. So you could say if the quarterback's the only opportunity, and that's where the Green Bay one to me makes no sense. Is if we're focused on Aaron Rodgers, right? And I mean, if you're Green Bay, is that's probably the main focus of the team? Yeah, is is Aaron Rodgers? Because you have, I mean, how many more years do you see Aaron Rodgers is successful? He's 34 now, right? Do you see him lasting as long as a Brady? No, personally. Like as a Breeze? Because he's a little smaller. and Maybe like a Breeze. I don't know. But I think Brady's going to last a while. But, I mean, we'll see. A lot of times these hires that we think are horrible end up being the best hires. That's fair. Like Bruce Arians sounds so great, but maybe Jameis isn't that good and it doesn't work out. And Matt LaFleur, 
Here's the thing. Maybe with Matt LaFleur, maybe he's not that ready to be a head coach, which one of the main criticism I heard of Matt LaFleur is mm. he's had – there was reports that – like he was, he barely got a coordinator job because they felt like he couldn't lead a room. This was like NFL scouts right. or whatever, right? But you know what? Maybe if they have a coach that uh, Aaron Rodgers can kind of just do Aaron Rodgers, it's it's helpful. Like I, for me, I don't think Aaron Rodgers would be successful. Well, he'd be successful. I don't think he'd get along, for example, with like a Bill Belichick. No, because he wants to control the room. So maybe I mean this is a this is something that went through Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers probably decided this is the guy he wanted. Do you think so? Do you think they give him that much yeah. say? Yeah. I mean, they don't say we're going to interview who do you want to interview, but they probably bring him into the room and ask him which one of these guys do you feel most comfortable working with. And he said probably Matt LaFleur. And said what? Matt LaFleur. 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 We got two openings. Bengals. Um, I know they did, they did interview Hugh Jackson, yeah. which it could either be the Rooney rule or just a – just, just to hire. Yeah. Um, they said the two options right now, potentials, are Eric Benemy. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it, um, and Mike McCarthy. But Mike McCarthy has been – doesn't want a job. I live in New York, supposedly, so I don't think he'll take it. So, I don't know. We'll see. A lot of times that's what they say. I and mean, we didn't know Matt LaFleur was even being interviewed by the Packers. That's true. There's a lot more options for the Dolphins, they're saying, which is Chris Richard. Um Eric Bienemy again, Brian Flores, which is the Patriots' uh, defensive coordinator, I believe, and uh, Darren Rizzi. All right. I don't know who that is, but um, I, this this is not both those jobs are not very good jobs. I mean, the Dolphins' job could be a good job because people like to play in Miami. You just need to get a quarterback because they're not they're not resigning Tannehill, correct? Right. Shit. So what do you do? Draft again. Draft again. <laughs> Here we go. Board. Here we go again. Um, we have the NFL divisional round this weekend. Exciting times. And uh, your favorite team is the first team to play, which is Saturday. They're not my favorite team. The Patriots are probably my favorite team left. I wouldn't be my- shocked if it was Patriots, Colts, and you're rooting for the Colts. I was actually thinking about that today, and I don't know. I think I'd just be able to sit back and enjoy the football I think game you'd and, root for the Colts. I think I, – I know. I don't know. I think I'd be able to sit back and enjoy a football game. Like like in every single possession, every quarter, every complete pass, I'll be happy. But I feel like you'd be much more bothered if Andrew Luck threw a pick than if Tom Brady because you'd be like, Fuck! Like, Andrew no, Luck, I need you because, to play again. By, by the way, if you go look back at our previews before the season, I did predict the Colts would go to the second round of the playoffs and lose in the second round of the playoffs. And to the Chargers, I, I believe it was on my thing. So this is kind of where I thought they'd be this year. Yeah, but regardless of what you – I mean, if you thought the CX would be in 3-11, and 11, did you want them to make the Super Bowl, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> but I wasn't like – I wasn't devastated by the loss. I was like, yeah, it's kind of – Yeah, but I, I – I have a feeling you'd root for the Colts. You don't know it until the moment. Uh, yeah, exactly. I have no idea. But I think you'd root for the Colts. I feel like you'd see Andrew Luck. I'd definitely be rooting for Andrew Luck to play well. That's what I'm saying. I feel like you'd be much more bothered seeing an Andrew Luck pick than a Tom Brady pick. Tom you'd be Brady like, Tom Brady's done it. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> well, I think it'd be funny because I could just see you seeing Andrew Luck in Foxborough walking into the cold, mm-hmm. and you're just like, this guy's going to do it, and just root for him full on. Um, Colts at the Chiefs. We have the Chiefs right now. It says five and a half point favorites. All right. Uh, I'm taking the – do you want me to go first or you want to go first? Go ahead. When was the last time the Chiefs won a home playoff game? Do you know – can you look that home up? Home playoff game? Home playoff game. Probably the 90s. I think in they the won 19th. a road one. Yeah, they won a road one two years ago. Two years ago. 
The Chiefs haven't won a road playoff game. They will a home playoff game in so many years. The last time these two teams played, I think uh, Andrew Luck led them from back down 28 points in the third quarter and uh, won 45-44 in the, in the first round of a playoffs. The Colts are going to win this game. I'm picking the Indianapolis Colts to upset the Kansas City Chiefs. Give me the five and a half points. Give me Andrew Luck over Patrick Mahomes. Both, I believe, are top five quarterbacks in the NFL. And I just believe that Andrew Luck and the Colts are going to be able to pull off this upset. I, don't, I think I think Chiefs win by 14 to 21 points range. It's According to the weather, AccuWeather right now, it's going to be 38 and snowy. Okay. Um, on the road for Andrew Luck, who plays in a dome, I here this is not an Andrew Luck Patrick Mahomes thing. If we just go to the talent on both teams, I just think there's too many weapons on this Chiefs offense mm-hmm. that Patrick Mahomes is in a much favorable situation. Can I ask you a question? If you think they're in a favorable situation due to their weapons, do you don't you think the snow and stuff would kind of neutralize those weapons more than it would neutralize Andrew do, do you know what I'm saying? Like this like in general the snow makes it harder for weapons to get open longer pass game which is the chiefs is real yeah i'd prefer more weapons in the snow or not in the snow okay so i mean we're talking about it and i prefer a quarterback like patrick mahomes maybe in the snow that can probably do some more wild stuff while angel luck's the better pure quarterback Mm -hmm. patrick mahomes can do some more wild stuff with his legs fair enough and i would just prefer that and they're at home Uh, i think the chiefs is the best tight end right now in the nfl and travis kelsey I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think it's going to not be close. And this is not a knock on the Colts. The Colts are a year, maybe next year, from away from being the best team in the NFL because yeah. they're the youngest team in the NFL with Andrew Luck and the most cap space in the NFL. I genuinely believe they're a year away from year or two away from being the best team in the entire NFL. But I think the best team in the NFL this year is the Kansas City Chiefs. Fair so enough. Going I, with yeah, the Chiefs. I, I just think that, that makes sense. The cool thing about this game is really – you have two quarterbacks in this game who I believe are, I mean, starting next year are probably, you can put Aaron Rodgers in that conversation, obviously, but these are probably the two best, along with Russell Wilson, quarterbacks going forward for the next five, six years in the league. You want to hear something wild? Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's 30, Andrew Luck's 30, Aaron Rodgers is 24, and Patrick Mahomes is 23. Yeah, you mean Aaron Rodgers is 34. Yeah, yeah. Mahomes is 23. Yeah, but you see quarterbacks play good. That's why I said five, six years. Mahomes could be for 10 to 12 years, you know? If he plays till 40, it'd be 17 years. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I'm just saying, like, for the next five years. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I know you said five years. I'm just saying it's crazy to consider that this guy is six years younger than Luck and Wilson and nine years younger than Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's 17 younger than years young, 18 years younger than Tom Brady. I know it's crazy. My goodness. Um, this one, by the way, do you know what's the problem with all these games? I did this last week. I have a, like all the underdogs can win again. I know. Um, and that's why it gets tough. But Cowboys at Rams. So we got seven point favorites in the Rams. By the way, I'm, I'm taking the Colts minus five and a half. I didn't mention that the even Chiefs, though I said the Chiefs, yeah, because I, I said I think it's going to be a big blot. This game, I'm taking the Rams to win, but I'm definitely taking the Cowboys plus seven. Yeah. I think it's going to be a close, chippy game. This is another one. I think uh, you, you made this point the other day. I'm taking the Cowboys to win this game outright as well. I just think with the Cowboys are playing better football today than the Rams are playing football today. And the run game, the amount of home – the, the neutralization of the home field advantage. 
I think the Cowboys can win this game. I'm picking the Cowboys, and I'm taking the Cowboys plus seven. Uh, like you said, every I feel like any road team can win this week, and but I feel like this is another road team winning. Yeah, I, my problem is I can't pick every single road team. No, I'm not so. picking every road team. So personally, it's gonna it's, it's kind of a hint of what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. I can I, I I kind of yeah. I can feel a vibe here yeah. coming. AKA Sunday, Chargers plus four against the Patriots. I'm taking the Chargers to win the game. Shocking. All right. Um, I I know that the Patriots are probably going to somehow be just a different team than we saw for 16 weeks. But assuming somehow they're normal for one year, like they are the team we saw for 16 weeks, that's why I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Here's why I'm taking the Patriots. Because they're not going to be the team that we saw for 16. That's how I feel. I really think now that the playoffs are here, I know Gronk is not the same player. But they just let Gronk kind of just do whatever this year. I don't think they even took him out of the garage. I think there's a Gronk game in him left. And I think it might be this week. The Patriots are 8-0 and at home. The weather, I think I saw the weather report earlier. It is going to be god-awful in New England. In Boston on Sunday, while we look, about, look up the weather, I think it's snowing. Um, my thing is going really slow. But I, it's going to be snowy. It's going to be cold. And this is actually the farthest a team can travel in the whole entire NFL from Los Angeles to uh, yeah. Boston. The, as as Philip Rivers would say, even after that game last week, he said, that really doesn't matter because we come here really early. Yeah, that's what <laughs> Philip Rivers says. But yeah, I, and he said it last week when they won on the road again. Yeah, it's going to be 27 degree high, 20 degree low on on. That was Sunday. like Baltimore's weather. Yeah, I know, but I it still helps the uh, helps the Patriots who play and live in this weather. I mean, it's, you know how it feels when you go to a cold place; you get cold. <laughs> but when you live in a cold place, your body adapts to it. I think I think the weather will be a factor in this football game. As I'm going to say with the Colts Chiefs game, I'm taking the team with more weapons in the cold in a more rough weather situation. Melvin Gordon is one of the best backs in the league. This game, if it is really freezing with the old Tom Brady and the old Phil Rivers, I think it's going to come a lot down to the run game, and that's where you have an advantage with Melvin Gordon. I just think the Chargers have way too many pieces on their team. This is not a Tom Brady thing yeah, or a Bill Belichick thing. This is more of a, man, I've never seen a Patriots roster around Brady that's probably been this Week, it's not like the worst roster in the world, and it's still Tom Brady. But Edelman's kind of not a as useful as he was. Hogan's not 100%. that great. Gronk, unless he does have that la- that one big game in him, Gronk is definitely a shell of himself. I'm just going with the team with more pieces, and it's kind of why I'm taking the Chiefs. Kind of why I'm taking the Rams. Kind of why I'm taking the Chargers. Um, and it's going to be interesting. Because in all these picks, I wouldn't be shocked if the Colts won. I wouldn't be shocked if the Cowboys no, no. won. I wouldn't well, be shocked if the Patriots. At this point of the uh, season, I wouldn't be shocked if anyone won. I'm just trying to you know, make my best, and you're trying to make your best analysis, I guess, and prediction. I, I, there's none of these I would be – I mean, none of these are 10 points. Right? There's no 15-point underdog. I mean, there's no, to me, there's no shock in here at all. But there's – this is different than most years. I think that's always a reasonable thing to say in the playoffs – but I this just year's feel even like more reasonable. I think yeah, I think this year there's a different level of just a, of 
like of just everybody being kind of on the same level. Sammy, any one of these eight teams left in the playoffs right now could win the Super Bowl. Could win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I would not be shocked if any one of them. And we don't the Super say Bowl. that often. No, no. Usually in the second round, there's a game. You're like, oh, that team's gonna get like the nine and seven Eagles. Usually, you'd be like, this team has no chance. Well, I would say they have no chance because but they have a chance. They, but because, but their weirdness gives them a chance. And that's why I'm taking the Eagles to beat the Saints. Okay, so you, this so, is you know what's kind of funny uh-huh. here. Uh, I took both underdogs on Saturday. You took both underdogs on, on Sunday, Sunday, and I've take both uh, favorites. On and we're Sunday. probably both gonna go two and two. <laughs> exactly. Like you know, last week I went three and one, taking every single underdog. Um, this week I feel like I'm gonna get the underdogs right, but then again, they, one of us is gonna get right or wrong. I guess. Exactly. We're gonna go two and two. I feel like we're both gonna go two I, and two. I feel like that too. Because there's going to be that game where you're going to get, like, the Colts right, and I'll get the Rams right, and then you'll get the Patriots right, and I'll get, like, the Eagles right. It's like going to be some weird back As long as I get the Colts and Patriots right, I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, I think – I have this weird – one of the reasons I didn't take the Colts or Patriots, I just feel like those are two – I feel like those are maybe the two best – okay, the best quarterback right now I feel like is Andrew Luck, and I think the best, obviously, generationally is – Tom Brady, yeah. and I have a feeling this is the kind of year that neither one of those things win. Yeah, no, that's very fair. I mean, we have, I have no idea. That's why I'm going with Nick Foles and the Eagles. I think there's something special about Nick Foles and the Nick Foles and the Eagles. I don't know what the fuck it is. You know, this is. I think here's the problem with what you're saying, and it's everyone's saying it. I think this is finally the time where everyone's like, "Fuck it, there's <laughs> something there." Yeah. So they're gonna win, and everyone's. I feel like so many people are like, "Screw it, I can't bet against this guy." I'm betting against him. I'm going New Orleans. No, but that was that was me last week, and it worked. I, I said fuck it last week, and it worked. So he didn't let me down. I know, but you. But now everyone's on that. Actually, game. I've been saying it since week like. 15. I, I know you've been saying it forever. I'm done with it. They're losing this week. New Orleans. You haven't even started with it. What? You haven't been on board since it's happened. <laughs> I can't get on board. I gotta be right. Next. It's time to get on. I, for no. you, you need to get on board eventually. If they win this game, I'll get on board in the NFC Championship game. You'll for take sure. them over the Cowboys or Rams. I, if they win 100%. this game, yes. Like if it was Cowboys Eagles, I know you're taking the Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles. Yeah, because I've been no finally losing. I'll be wrong, but yeah, I'm just saying. I'm taking the Saints minus eight points. Look, whoa, whoa, my, the yes. Saints. Yeah, I'm taking. Okay, no, 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 hold on. I'm, they're no, blowing no. them out. You remember <laughs> this. Remember this. When remember they, the when, Titans. Remember they were forty. They lost forty-seven to one. <laughs> Who was the quarterback? Well, I have to tell you something, Sammy. There's no way they lost forty-seven to one. Forty-seven. <laughs> no, forty-one to seven. <laughs> 47, 41 to seven. Yeah. Who was the quarterback? Carson Wentz. Yeah. He was a better quarterback. And than then what happened? <laughs> his ass got benched, aka hurt. But he his got ass hurt. got no. That was a. That's. It, I think the first of all, first of all, conspiracy theory. The injury was all a lie. No. In, yes. Yes. He was it's able to play. Back. He was able to play if they were in the playoff contention. This is what they all said. Now, right when Nick Foles won two games in a row, what what did the reports say? Now he might be out three months, a.k.a. we're giving Foles a chance again. And this dude's about to take him to the NFC Championship again. The Saints are going to blow them out at of least, the water. At least take the Eagles plus eight. <laughs> Saints minus eight. Look, Nick Foles threw two picks. They're going to th- throw three picks. And there's no way this is going to continue to happen. There's no way. There is a way because they won the Super Bowl last year I against know. the Tom Brady. Who would have thought? I know. So you're taking Colts plus five and a half. Yes. Cowboys plus seven. Yes. I'm agreeing with you on Cowboys plus seven. That's the only one I've agreed right. on, I think. And then you're taking – are you taking Chargers plus four or New England? I hate that line so much because yeah. I think it's a three-point game. Yeah. But I could also see it – I'm going to go with New England minus four. 
I still think it's a one possession game, but it could be like a t- come down to a touchdown. It's very close. So I'm going minus five and a half KC. I'm going plus seven Dallas. I'm going plus four LAC, and I'm going plus eight Philly. Remember, this is the playoffs. I know. This is what I'm way more comfortable taking a lot of pluses than I'm taking a lot of minuses. In the playoffs. Minus eight is happening. I'm telling you right now. Okay. So what is yours again? You're taking, obviously, you're taking plus five and a half. Colts. Colts. You are taking. The Cowboys. Plus, plus seven. seven. You are taking the, the Patriots. Patriots minus four. Jesus. And I'm taking the Saints minus their eight points. All eight of those points, actually. I'm going to take all eight of them. Wow. Okay. You know the Eagles are going to lose by seven now. If they lose by seven, man, I'm just like... You know, whatever. The bets are going to be rough this week. I'm telling you. I, it's you got to believe in Nick Foles. These are great spreads, by the way, by Vegas. I just want to give a shout-out to Las Vegas. Um, I disagree. I think they're fantastic spreads. Like They're perfect. I disagree. There's no reason the Cowboys should be that big of underdogs. And there's no reason the Eagles should be that big of underdogs. Because you know, the you, quarterback okay, wait, hold on, hold on, before was before, Carson Wentz, the, least talent, the less talented quarterback out of the two. Okay, but before, before you continue there. If the if the Cowboys were playing in Dallas, don't you think the Rams should be one point favorites? Maybe. If the Cowboys, if this game was reversed, Cowboys at Rams, Rams at Cowboys, I would have like Cowboys plus one, maybe a pick them. Yeah, exactly. Pick so em. that's a good spread. Then you have six points, three for home field, three for the other way, and then the no. Pay- if it was like a pick them, that means in. Six-ish. You have six. Yeah, it's six points. So I just feel like, th- but the Cowboys are so different. At I home know, too. I know. But this is a home game, kind of. Yeah, that's where this gets weird too. Yeah, I know that We're is. We're not talking in. It's pretty much an indoor stadium because of how sunny it is, unless right. it rains randomly this weekend. And it's going to be mostly even like even people from LA are saying it's going to be mostly Cowboy fans. And so I don't know how to go about this. Me game. either. Um, I will say this. Uh, back to the Eagles really quick. Mm-hmm. Nick Foles, I heard something interesting today. Peter King was on Colin, mm-hmm. Colin Coward's show. He was talking about Nick Foles, why he's so unique. Yeah. This guy listens to classical music as he comes to the mm-hmm. arena. He reads his gospels instead of checking depth charts and like writes in his journal. Writes in his journal and checks pl- instead of checking plays before the game, he's writing in journals and, and listening to gospel music and yes. classical music. Which is very nice. I think this guy just doesn't give a damn about the pressure. And that's why he's been able to go out there and just sling touchdowns. And I think he's going to just shock the world again. All right. Well, fair enough. I mean, you could be completely right. Shock the world, baby. Let's go Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. If he wins, I swear I'm picking him to go to the Super Bowl. There's like no – no. imagine if it's just Patriots and Eagles one more time. And then Nick Foles beats Tom Brady for the second time. Hey, it's going to be interesting. I'm not uh, – I think – Philly season eleven, by the way, on on uh, Periscope did say good call on the Colts. Thank you. With a pound, I appreciate. Go it. Chiefs. Um, go Eagles. We got we got some comments on Facebook. If you want to go through some of those quickly, we got Devin Mark saying love y'all. Holy shit! Didn't realize Aaron Rodgers that old. He's getting up there. He's almost done. He doesn't have that Brady diet. Mm-hmm. The only difference there, Rodgers, he did start at like. 26, 27 yeah. after Favre left is when he got his start. True. So it's a little different. Josh J.R. Hernandez says, what's up? Um, and Devin said, we can't forget about Phil Rivers. And I have to agree with George. Never thought I'd pick the Cowboys. Nowhere near a fan. Just just have a better defense right now. I'll tell you this. The scariest part of the entire situation here is 
Do you know the, what the Rams are allowing per run? The Rams or the Cowboys? The Rams. No. I think it was 5.6 yards per run, the worst in the entire Yikes. NFL. And then the Cowboys have a very good run defense. They can neutralize Todd Gurley. And you gotta make, do you trust Jared Goff to win the game? No. There you go. JC Taggart says, that's Jay. JC's cousin. What's up? What's up? Feeling the Colts upset. He's a big Colts fan. Um, and uh, Devin said, upset Colts. I'm sorry, but Colts are not going to the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl either. This is going to be an interesting year. Um, Devin said that's true, and it did start a little late. Um, Aaron Rodgers is not going to last like Tom Brady, but he still has a good five years. Yeah, at least five 39. years. I think at least three elite, elite, elite years. I agree, my friend. All right, we'll be back Sunday night after the games. Okay, it's gonna be wild. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be fun. fun. What time? What time is the games? Is it the it's, same it's the thing? same stupid schedule they had last time? I actually don't mind it now. I thought about it. I don't mind it at all. I don't mind it for our show because we do our show a little earlier. Yeah, but I do mind it for like my viewing pleasure. You guys can expect us around six p.m. Pacific time, nine o'clock Eastern, Sunday night live on facebook.com slash sont sports or youtube.com slash sont sports. You can find us on our twitters slash periscopes um you can always find the podcast today we released a seattle exclusive 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 about the seahawks um just find us on itunes and yeah. soundcloud type in that being said or type in sont sports and this podcast if you just got onto the show now or you just listen to podcast it's going to be available friday morning Sound. aka tomorrow morning perfect uh we'll be back for episode 50 Eight, George. Five oh eight comes soon. Um, and Devin says, "Got a new job, by the way. No more coffee. I'll be top flight security." Hell yeah, man! Like Congratulations. That. Exclusive. I like that. Congrats on the new job. Congratulations, Devin. Keep winning, everybody. Keep winning, and have a blessed Friday tomorrow and a blessed weekend. And we'll see you Sunday. This is Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio Redefined. Peace. 7-Eleven has more drinks than times you've been caught singing in your car and random lyrics stored in your brain combined. Choose from Big Gulp flavors starting at 79 cents, like Fanta Orange, Minute Maid Fruit Punch, Powerade Mountain Berry Blast, Brisk Strawberry Melon Iced Tea, plus many more only at participating 7-Eleven stores. This summer, put on your favorite song and hit the road with a thirst-quenching Big Gulp drink starting at 79 cents today, plus taxes where applicable. Individual results may vary. When it comes to vein disease and those embarrassing, painful varicose and spider veins, no one is immune. Just ask three-time beach volleyball gold medalist Misty May Trainer. I was surprised to see I had vein disease. I didn't think I was old enough. I'm a working mom of three young ones, and I still coach. I need my legs healthy and performing at their best. That's when Misty went to Vein Clinics of America. The doctors of Vein Clinics of America specialize in the latest laser therapies and minimally invasive treatments. It's like they turn back time. The veins they treated are completely gone and the procedure happened so fast. For over 35 years, women and men have been enjoying healthy, strong, and youthful-looking legs thanks to Vein Clinics of America, like gold medalist Misty May Trainer. Vein Clinics of America work for me, and they can work for you, too. Call Vein Clinics of America now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Most treatments are covered by insurance. 800-307-4200. That's 800-307-4200. 800-307-4200.